You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to BGN Radio with Brandon Lee Gowton and Jimmy Kemsky. What's going on, everybody? This is BGN Radio, episode number 318, special emergency podcast, episode 318, that is, for the Eagles contract extension announcement with quarterback Jalen Hurts. It's done. Brandon, how you doing, buddy? Jimmy, did this interrupt your day in any way? Not really. Um, I did find out because I was I was late to putting the link together this morning, and I looked at, I check a number of different sites, including, uh, I'll check the Eagles subreddit sometimes. And mm-hmm. I saw some of the top things on there were like Eagles sign Jalen Hurts the contract extension. And I was like, oh. Uh oh, you don't have an uh, an Eagles Twitter alert on your phone? No. I I tried really I tried to scale back notifications as much as possible because I think they kind of distress me out too much or I get too you know, I kinda <laughs> want to have like some semblance of like I get a it. life and not to be yeah. as already I check my phone so much basically. I almost don't want notifications because I'm checking it anyway. I'm going to probably find a way to see it anyway that I can't have like the extra uh, thing uh, tethering it to, to me to it even more. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah. On those Eagles alerts, I will say uh, I get nervous anytime I get a text from them because it's like, okay, is my day ruined? Right. And then it'll just be like, it's Zach McPherson's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh. and it's like, okay, good. My day isn't ruined. And you're happy for Zach McPherson at that stage. But anyway, yes. uh, too much dilly-dallying here, Jimmy. Eagle signed Jalen Hurts this massive contract extension. My initial take on this, well, I guess I should get to the details. Five-year deal, $255 million, reportedly worth $179.3 million in guarantees. It includes a no-trade clause for the first time in Eagles history, as multiple mm-hmm. insiders noted. Um, it at the $51, 51 million annual value, uh, puts him just above where Aaron Rodgers was previously as the leader in the quarterback clubhouse at $50.3 million. Um, my initial take on this is, Hey, no drama, like no Lamar Jackson situation. Um, everyone expected him to sign this deal and he did on April 17th. So it's done and dusted. Yeah. And the other benefit to the Eagles is that they have him in place for six years. So it's five years in new money, to mm-hmm. be clear. It, they they still have, um, you know, it, I mean, the, the new contract will uh, bleed into 2023, but um, it's a five-year extension. It's not five years from now. So it's, you know, it runs through 2028. So we're talking about 2023, 2024, 2025, 2026, 2027, 2028. That's six years. Mm-hmm. So he's under contract for six years. His salary cap number in 2023, before this deal got done, was 4.8 million. Now to be determined what that will be, 
Uh, we'll find out all those details soon enough. We're recording this at like 12, 5th, it's like 12, 13 right now. Uh, the deal got done, what, like 11, something like that. So we don't have all the details yet. If they have come out by the time you listen to this, our apologies. But my guess is that the salary cap number for Jalen Hurts in 2023 won't rise that much. Like it'll go up. I don't know, four or five million, maybe he'll probably count for like eight, nine million, something like that. Somewhere in that ballpark, I'd say uh, in 2023, it'll be a low number. I would guess also in 2024. And then the big numbers will start to hit in 2025, which could be time to restructure. <laughs> and they'll just keep kick, kicking this contract down the road. Uh, but u- ultimately uh, the 51 million per year number is about what we all expected. But the five years that they get in addition to his final year uh, on the rookie contract is definitely a win for the Eagles. You look at like the sal- what the salary cap actually is. So I, I have this in my article here. I'm just pulling this up real quick. My apologies. But the cap jumped from two, uh, excuse me, 208 million, uh, roughly in 2022 to roughly 225 million in 2023. That was an 8% increase. Uh, in 2024, this isn't set in stone or anything yet, but over the cap is projecting it to be 256 million, which is now an increase from 2023 to 2024 of 14%. So, you know, the basic math here is, you know, as the salary cap rises, so too will the values of player contracts around the league. And while, as you mentioned, uh, Jalen Hurts now has the highest per year contract in the entire NFL, that is a number that might look like a bargain in two, three years, uh, certainly in four or five years, assuming that he continues to play at the high level he played at in 2022. Yeah, I think the years thing is kind of the win here. And I think that's, if I'm not mistaken, when we had previously talked about this deal, um, or at least when I have talked about it, I don't know if it was here or somewhere, but my my point was Jalen Hurts was never going to take a quote unquote like team friendly deal where <laughs> right. like some or and what I mean by that is way under market contract because it just that doesn't happen. There's literally no other than the Tom Brady stuff, which is very much uh, an aberration and also kind of like shady under the table dealings. That is not the norm. That's it's, it's yeah. not to be expected. Um, so there, you can't just go into this thinking like oh he's going to take a discount. The only thing you could do, I think, is kind of, you know, hope slash expect he might go for more years as opposed to taking like a three year Mm -hmm. deal or a four year deal. And the fact that it's five to your point, I think, yes, that's where the Eagles kind of got some team friendliness in that aspect there in that point. So um, and also, like, we all knew this was inevitable, like everything that the Eagles have currently, the information currently available to them says they should do this deal, right? Isn't that fair to say? Sure. Like, it's That doesn't mean that they could sign him to this and, you know, God forbid, knock on wood here, you know, his ACL blows up and then, like, he's never the same player. Like, they didn't know that was going to happen. You know, like, you can't – the deal could look bad in hindsight, sure, but that's not the information they were operating with at the time they signed it, him to it. So – um, even looking at like the worst case scenario, which I don't think is the most likely outcome, to be clear, I think this is a good bet. I think you're you're signing a player here who has proven he is like a Super Bowl winning quarterback kind of ceiling, right? I think that's fair to say. He didn't actually win the Super Bowl, but he arguably played better than the quarterback who did in that game and would have won MVP, uh, Super Bowl MVP, if the Eagles did find a way to win that game. Um, so mm-hmm. that's the kind of ceiling you're working with. And honestly... I don't even know if Jalen Hurts has hit his ceiling, considering he 
He turns 25 in August, and he's gotten better consistently every single year. Like, he could get even better, in theory. Sure. Um, so, uh, but going back to the worst-case scenario thing, we've seen Howie Roseman and the Eagles organization pivot out of a bad quarterback contract. And then that's what happened when the last time they signed one of these deals with Carson Wentz that obviously did not go how they expected. Again, I believe there's ample... Um, things to point to why this will not be similar to the Carson Wentz situation, including that, you know, you're not worrying about Hertz like crumbling um, the way that Wentz did in terms of feeling the pressure. Still got a first round pick for Wentz. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like they, they pivoted. And now look, the complicating factor here is that unlike Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts has a no trade clause. But, yeah. you know, I think my, my playing devil's advocate to myself with that. Wentz won it out, right? Like In that, that would, case, he would have Wentz. If Wentz had a no trade clause, yes. he would have certainly waived it to go to Indianapolis. Exactly, and play for Frank Reich. And now know, that that doesn't mean that that situation is going to play out the same way if, um, sure. if all goes wrong with Jalen Hurts. But in that case, it would it wouldn't have mattered that if he had a no trade clause. Sure, but I think you know if it reached a sour point, it might be in the both both interest of both sides at that stage where Hurts would maybe be incentivized to waive his no trade clause because it could be like well there's a best, fresh start for me would be the best thing um and also not that again you would, you would hope it doesn't get to this point but i guess in theory the eagles could do some things that would make him want to waive his no trade clause like bring in another quarterback or something or uh you know and again that's that's all going down the path of the worst case scenario because i think that's what it's you want to kind of prepare for but i don't think the eagles will likely have to go down that path but along uh, winded way of saying that yeah, I think even in the worst case scenario, the Eagles aren't like screwed here royally, other than like again, Hurts, you know, has some kind of devastating injury that they can't envision. But I mean, mm-hmm. that could happen to literally any player, so that's not like unique to this. The other thing, too, um, worth noting the Carson Wentz contract when they when they did that, I believe it was June that they got that done. Yes, they get this OTAs one done kinda. in April and. They do it before contracts get done for Joe Burrow with the Bengals, for Justin Herbert with the Chargers, uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, not in the same situation and that he's not on his rookie deal any, anymore, but that that situation mm-hmm. still has to play out. Um, but they get that done before anything happens there. And not that that's a huge deal, but by getting it done before those guys, they eliminate the risk of one of those quarterbacks landing some nonsense, absurd deal that, you know, might've disrupted a more reasonable market. So they don't have to worry about that. Now Mm -hmm. you don't care what Joe Burrow gets. Now you don't have to care about what Justin Herbert gets. You don't have to care about like what percentage of Lamar Jackson's deal gets, um, you know, is fully guaranteed or whatever your deal's done. And now you have your quarterback in place for uh, under, you have him under control anyway, contract wise for the next six years. Yeah, and that's been the Eagles' MO for a long time now, especially under Howie, mm-hmm. is beating the market to the punch, basically. And getting and there's risk in that in terms of um, sometimes you're giving money to unproven players who, like, back when they signed, you know, like Zach Ertz and Vinnie Curry or whatever to those deals, like, they were, that's those are the ones I kind of think about in 2016. You know, they hadn't fully proven it yet. They were kind of, like, project. there's a projection involved here. But I don't even think that's the case here. I mean, Hertz has proven it. Like again, I, I don't know. Um, like, why wouldn't you pay him this kind of contract? The only argument is that okay, it's a lot of money. It's going to be harder to build a team around him. But like, okay, it's also really hard to get a quarterback of his caliber. <laughs> just, yes, much more important. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to just find that. And this idea that, like, as I like to say often, Jimmy, it's not Madden. It's not like 
hey, you can just bring in a rookie quarterback on that kind of deal, and it's such an advantage, and you can stack a roster around him. Like, the players care who the quarterback is, very much on this team, too, with Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. There's something to be said, too, for his composure and all those intangibles. And that I think that more than most quarterbacks, because I think, you know, we can talk about that stuff, but, um, like, let's say, and I'm not saying Tim Tebow had the same kind of things exactly, but let's say he did. And, okay, that's great, but, like, Tim Tebow can't throw the football. So, like, you're not going too far with that. Jalen Hurts can't. So I think we already saw what he looks like on the highest on the highest possible stage. Right. And it was good. Like you said, I think he actually outplayed Patrick Mahomes in that game. He, it wasn't only like good. It was arguably one of the best quarterback performances in Super Bowl history. He, <laughs> right. he literally broke the record for rushing yards in a game for a quarterback. Yeah, um, he was great passing the ball. He fumbled. But like it was such, like I just what, it was a weird play. It yeah, like, it's just a, it, it's an oddball play. It's. Uh, it definitely like you have to say it, it happened for sure but like mm-hmm. i don't think it what's the learning what's the teaching point there like, yeah, don't, fumble, don't drop the ball but like okay like <laughs> it's just bad luck and it's not like he he does that at a high rate often it was just a, a incredibly poorly timed moment that happened and it stinks yeah. but he basically did everything he could including that huge drive when they were down eight and had to go for two to tie the game late in the mm-hmm. game like that wasn't that's that's Super Bowl franchise. Or sorry, not Super. That is franchise quarterback kind of defining moment in that situation. Um, it wasn't Foles left the field with the lead. He didn't leave the field with the lead, but he, he left the the game tied. Um, yeah, and then never really got a real opportunity at the end to to go ahead after that because of what right. happened on Jonathan Gannon's defensive side of the ball. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just I don't understand. You can't really knock this deal, right? Like, what what is it? How can you knock it? It's a great deal, in my opinion. I, I, it's it's like I said, it, the fifty, the roughly fifty million is what was going. He was going to get that. Mm-hmm. Like there was no way around that. He was going to get it, and the, you know, getting the the five year uh, extension again, six years total, is a win for the Eagles. They get it done before everyone else. Um, I hadn't actually heard about the no trade clause <laughs> like mm-hmm. until you mentioned it on the podcast here. Uh, that's interesting, but it makes sense. More quarterbacks are asking for that and getting it right uh, these days. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, for, for the most part, this is a deal that, that makes a lot of sense, uh, for the Eagles. And, and when you look around the rest of the league, um, you know, that this is going to be a benchmark for other quarterbacks now and look no further than the NFC East, like Dak Prescott's going to look at this deal. He's got a new contract coming up. He's going to want something in the ballpark of 50 million Mm -hmm. or more. Like he might want to beat that. He might want to beat that number when he, when it comes to negotiate a new contract for him probably next off season. Uh, but the, this, this is a, a contract now that, that resets uh, the quarterback market uh, for the Eagles. It makes a lot of sense, but it, it's also going to make other quarterbacks come to the table, expecting the same or more. And then even let's say like Rogers who had the top of the market deal um, mm-hmm. when he gets traded to the jets, such if slash when, I guess um, <laughs> right. like, you know, his guarantees are going to go away because they're taking on whatever is left. Um, by the Packers so like he might you know want a new deal or some more security so um that's another one like the point is I think we're gonna look up in not too long and all of a sudden Jalen Hurts will be like the fifth highest paid quarterback or whatever and yeah (laughs) right point it's gonna be a very short-lived stay like Joe Burrow is gonna beat that contract no question about it absolutely Herbert might beat that contract Lamar Jackson might beat that contract I don't think so on that one but he might uh, so yeah, for 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 a very short time, Jalen Hurts is going to have the highest contract in the NFL. That's how the market works. It doesn't go down. Like, yeah. it's, it's not going down. You're not getting it. no one's. So 
Um, yeah, I think the Eagles did the right thing. They locked up their franchise quarterback through 2028. Um, and yeah, what was the alternative? You were going to let him play out the final year of his deal. He, why would he do that? Like what, what there's going to be a lot of pressure from his camp and rightfully so. Like, yeah. Like, and also that's just a bad vibe, right? Like, Oh, we're going into this year with a lame duck quarterback. Um, he's not really happy about that. The players who love him aren't really like, you know, that's not awesome for them. As opposed mm-hmm. to you sign him to this deal, everyone is happy. You can see it on Twitter, you know, AJ Brown, Lane Johnson, everyone's reacting. We're gonna yep. have an article about that up on BGN if you want to see all the reactions. Um, you know, players love him. And he's he's a leader of the team. I think we're doing that too. Nice. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> um but like it and that's so unique to me because I think growing up, you know, you watch these movies where, you know, the quarterback's in the middle of the huddle talk. A lot of teams aren't like that. It's just not how like, you know, think about how the Eagles were. You know, it was it was always Malcolm Jenkins and then Rodney McLeod. It wasn't Carson Wentz in the middle of the huddle. And to be clear, I'm not saying it has to be. I don't think the quarterback has to always be that guy. But to have that the way it is with the Eagles, where Jalen Hurts is the leader like that, that's special. And you gave you're, so you're giving a special leader and a special player basically special money. So that all is consistent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's very clear that. Um, he's, his work ethic and, and, um, the way that he has gotten better every single year and everyone sees the, the hard work and the time that, that he puts into, uh, becoming what he, he wants to be great. Mm-hmm. Like his, his want to be great is, you know, I think like, you know, there's a lot of like Michael Jordan stuff this past off season. He's not Michael Jordan. Like, let's be real. He's like, he's not that level of a talent, but I think on the you know, wanting to be as great as he can possibly be, he's comparable to a guy like Michael Jordan. And I think his player is his teammates and um and even other people around the league see it. And it's he's an easy guy to root for in that respect. Will to win is the phrase that Sirianni used when he, he went and clarified his comment when he compared Jalen to Michael Jordan. He said his will to win, like that's the same kind of level. And it is. And um again, that shouldn't be taken for granted because I think it gets kind of like all players want to win right at some level right like yeah they prefer winning obviously to losing that's the winning's fun yay let's win (laughs) it's you know it's it's one thing to say it and it's another thing to be about it like your (laughs) actions speak louder than your words in that case and i think his actions can and even with this contract they kind of show like there were again if jalen hurts really wanted to if he wanted to maximize his earnings to like the t he could have just opted to not sign a contract this year. He could have bet on himself and then he could mm-hmm. have entered the free agent market or tried to, you know, put pressure on the Eagles by being unsigned weeks before. And obviously the Eagles would have tagged him in that case. Yeah. If he yeah. Went inside. But still like he could have, but he also could have done what Kirk cousins did and played on the tag and like kept kicking this can down the road um, to really maximize everything he did. He didn't do that. He, and he, he didn't even draw it out this off season, like to the point of where, he probably could have pushed it closer to training camp and um, at a point where, you know, the Eagles are like, Hey, we want to get this done before the season. Uh, and he just said, Nope, I'm just going to sign it in the middle of the April. It's done. I got a great deal. I'm the highest paid player in the NFL for now. Um, it worked out. Everything's great. And I think on the structure of the contract that we're going to see when it comes out, it's going to be very favorable to the Eagles. And I think part of that kind of goes to the will to win that you're talking about with, with Jalen Hurts. I think he understands that in order to win, you have to, you know, he needs, he needs help around them. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be able to keep guys like, first of all, they barely have anyone 
really like note noteworthy um, in terms of free agents coming up in 2024. It's not like this past uh, off season where they're definitely going to lose a bunch of guys. Um, a lot more. Um, it's not not as scary looking in 2024. But down the road, you got guys like Devonte Smith, and you got AJ Brown, and you got Hassan Raddick, and you got uh, you know at some point if, mm-hmm. if Jordan Davis pans out, uh, Milton Williams, like all these guys coming up. Um, you know, your offensive linemen like like Cam Jurgens and Landon Dickerson and when Jordan Mailata's next contract comes up, the the more favorable the structure of the of the quarterback contract, uh the better position you are in, in in being able to keep that nucleus together so you can be a contender for the next decade as opposed to just sort of this short lived thing. I do I do think where, you know, if we're gonna say there's like I don't the downside's a little bit harsh, but I think one area where the Eagles need to kind of where the pressure is on now is more so on Howie Roseman. I think it puts a lot of pressure on him because he's not going to have the flexibility of a rookie quarterback contract. And that means he can't just load up the roster necessarily the way he did last mm-hmm. year um, in terms of signing guys and adding, you know, trading for a big money player like AJ Brown. Uh, now the onus is on him to really get it right in the draft right. and like, and you know, um, find these bargains uh, to kind of compare it to, not exactly apples for apples, but the Chiefs uh, last year, they had to retool a little bit. You know, they, they couldn't necessarily keep Tyreek Hill. I guess they really could have if they wanted to above all else. Um, but, you know, there could there then could have been sacrifices elsewhere that had to be made. Uh, so what the Chiefs did is they traded him. They got some assets in return. And the Chiefs really had to rely on a strong rookie class last year that kind of propelled them in addition mm-hmm. to having, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Right. And that, that, was, that was kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, having your stars matters. But they also got yeah. important, good contributions yeah, sure. from yeah. uh, their their draft class on cheap contracts. So my point there yeah. being, like, the Eagles are going to have to, think I think, kind of get better at that. Because last mm-hmm. year, and it was fine for the time being, but they didn't really get impact out of their draft class. And that was in part designed because they drafted players for the future like in the Kobe mm-hmm. Dean. Um, but now those picks have to hit. Like if, if you're yeah. if you're not getting, obviously the key parts have to be in place. Hertz has to play well. Sure, he has to live up to his end of the bargain, but so does Howie. He has to find uh, contributors here. And that's what the Eagles did this offseason, basically, in terms of their free agent signings. They weren't these big money guys. They were cheaper guys who they're hoping that they can kind of get surplus value out of. They're hoping they're underrated assets in Rashad Penny in you know whoever every, everyone else they signed justin Evans and contavia street they're obviously not going to hit on all of those but they kind of need to hit on some of them um and they also need to hit on these not only um last year's draft the past year's couple of draft class but this year as well yeah it's a big draft class big draft coming up obviously with two first round picks and and a pick at 10 overall i mean um i don't know if this con- we already we all knew this contract was going to happen at some point this offseason so i think it affects the way they'll think about the draft um but I did just want to kind of take a step back here and, you know, like just compare what our conversation is about Hertz now to what it was this time last year. Like this time last year, it's crazy. We're talking about, you know, are they going to trade for Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson? And they certainly tried. Yes. And they, like, By the way, Jimmy, the real Eagles, quick on that. I don't know if you saw this recently. Because um, there's a lot of people who like to deny that that ever happened. And I get it. Yeah. Because you don't, it's not convenient. Um, and it's also easy for me to say at the time being like skeptical of Jalen Hurts that it was definitely true. So people want to say I have an agenda. Uh, Ian Rappaport recently was talking um, on some podcast yeah, yeah, where he was asked about, I don't remember exactly how it came up, but he basically said like, 
he had heard at the 2022 combine that like hurts to the Eagle or sorry, Wilson, Russell Wilson to the Eagles or the commanders. Um, mm-hmm. like he was hearing like that was almost done. So, you know, it was not just coming out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. And the reason why was because he, Russell Wilson didn't want to come East. Right. He wanted to stay near the West, at least near the West coast. And Denver was close enough, I guess, in his mind. Um, to the West Coast, and that's where he landed. And the Eagles dodged a huge bullet. Yep. And the Broncos took a huge bullet <laughs> by like yep. by trading for that guy. And I mean, you and I were both kind of on the same page, and we thought that the Eagles should trade for him. Um, we were wrong. <laughs> and like, yep. and uh, you know, and the Eagles were on the same page. The they wanted wrong. to do it. That's they the wanted thing. to do it, and uh, they couldn't. And they could they couldn't do it because Russell Wilson didn't allow it to happen. And right. So I think really. Uh, the Eagles should be sending a thank you card to to Russell Wilson himself for like not wanting to come here, and uh, the Eagles wind up finding this. I mean, not finding they already had him in the building, and they liked him and all that. But when you look at like what he was last year, just as a player, there were accuracy issues. There were like, yeah. um, you know, pre snap kind of kind of issues. There were issues like smaller stuff. Like he didn't go well to the left. Like he didn't throw much to the left, but he, when he rolled left, like that was a problem area. Uh, even over the middle, there was a problem. Like he was hesitant to throw over the middle. And then all these issues got corrected from one year to the next. It was crazy. He was a way more accurate player. He became, you know, really one of the top quarterbacks in the league in terms of, you know, knowing where he should go with the football based on pre-snap reads and, and uh, post-snap reads. Like, uh, and, and, you know, obviously he's, he always had, um, the will to win and he always had the ability to make plays with his legs and you add in, you know, a a lot of refinement to his game just from one year to the next. We're talking about him as being like, I think national, maybe not us necessarily, but I think nationally people are looking at him as like a middle of the road type quarterback, like 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, somewhere in that range, like 14th to 17th. Now, like he, how do you not have him in your top five? He's like got to be in, you know among the top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now to be determined if he can, um, you know, maintain that level of play. I don't see why he can't because of how hard he works and and uh, how badly he wants to win. I, I don't think you know this money is going to change him. There's like an adage that you know when you get paid, and we kind of like. This was suggested about like Chauncey Gardner Johnson, for mm-hmm. example, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, where when you get paid big money, you become who you are, but to a much larger degree. <laughs> so if you're if you work hard and you do all the right things and you're charitable, whatever you want to call it, you become that to a bigger degree. If you're an, excuse my language, if you're an asshole, you're gonna become more of an asshole, maybe, when you have like, you know, kind of F you money. So right. he's got crazy money now, and, and I don't think that'll be an issue for, for him going forward. He's not gonna stop working hard. In fact, I think um maybe with his type of personality, uh it'll make him uh feel like he has to I don't know how he, how he can ratchet up even more, but um he's he's gonna he's gonna wanna earn that money as opposed to just saying I've made it, here's my money and I'm checking out now. Well, I, there's an accountability factor there. And it's like, hey, sure. I'm the highest paid player on the team. I have to be that guy. I have to yep. be the man and, and like and show that I am about it because why is anyone else gonna bust their butt and believe in me if I'm not doing that, if I'm not leading the way? So I definitely think um that's true. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is 
you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, I guess if we're, again, looking at, you know, because we're looking at the pros and you're looking at the cons. I guess the, the biggest thing, because you, you, you asked, like, why can't he continue to do that? And I agree. The biggest challenge, I would say, well, there's two things that come to mind. Number one, repeatability, just doing it again. We talked about, you know, repetitive mm-hmm. accuracy in the past, like being an issue with him. Well, now you have to kind of have like repetitive great seasons. You have to keep stacking yeah. it. You know, you can't it's, cause, because in reality or uh, a lot of a lot of different quarterbacks can have one good season. They just can't like Nick Foles, Case Keenum. And I'm not comparing Hurts to these guys. I'm just saying it's not that hard for a quarterback to have a good season. That can happen. It is much harder to keep stacking that, and that's what makes players special. So that's the next challenge for him is to see, can he kind of stack this? Is there consistency here? And the other thing is, I think, finding the right balance as a runner where, you know, obviously yeah, ability, yeah. you don't want to mm-hmm. neuter that ability, but when you are getting older and you're accumulating these hits and you're getting this big money deal yeah, and you're not having the team in the same way um, being this loaded roster because of your contract, you kind of have to be especially smart about taking care of yourself um, on the field and choosing the right moments to, to maybe go for that first down uh, mm-hmm. or, or getting down and protecting yourself. So that's another, uh, another thing there where I'm not saying like, I don't think he's reckless, but I think he has to get, like we're talking about how could he even get better? Um, how could he even, uh, how could he improve? Like, and I said earlier, like he might've not even reached the ceiling yet. Well, maybe he can get even better about knowing to protect himself and taking less hits. Um, so those are two of the biggest obstacles I guess I see moving forward. Yeah. I mean, he got hurt in each of the last two years. Uh, he got hurt. I forget what game it was in 2021. It was Gardner the Giants game where they lost. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, ankle. And then, this past year, of course, the shoulder when he gets he takes a hit in the Bears game. So, yeah, uh, that's a concern. But um, I think for the most part, he does a good job avoiding hits. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, the spotlight has shined a little more brightly on a player when they are making two hundred and fifty five million as opposed to when you're on a, a you know a second round pick rookie contract. So, yeah, that, that'll probably become a little bit more of uh, of. Um, I don't know, storyline, I guess, 
But it, it does make sense. Like you, you certainly don't want to have your 255 million quarterback taking too many hits and, and missing time because of them. So, uh, but yeah, that's so uh, in terms, I guess the, the original point being made here is, yeah, there's no reason to not, no, not no reason to think that he, you know, can't live up to this contract. Uh, but those would be, you know, I agree with the, with, with your two points there that, that you, maybe there's some concern. Uh, any final thoughts to me? Uh, so normally when I'm out, I have my computer with me and I didn't, this is more of a me point. Where were you? I was at the turning point in Marlton. It's a breakfast slash lunch type place. Yeah. I've never been there. It's delicious. It's a chain kind of like there's multiple locations. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. 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 In fact, they put that on the placemat that I had. It said, um, franchise opportunities yes. or whatever <laughs> so yeah but it was delicious it was really good i got the chicken and waffles oh i've had those the, from there with the did crumbled it, bacon in there did it come with gravy so it was no chicken with like the like the honey sriracha and then uh, you know on top of the waffle and the sriracha actually mixes oddly oddly well with pancake syrup mm. i don't think that's <laughs> like, crazy yeah but it was good uh, the chicken was good. I also got like the French press. Have you ever had that? Dude, you're not are... a coffee drinker, though, right? Um, more for functionality than enjoyment. You know, if I'm tired, they're like they put coffee. that fr- they put the French press in front of me, and there's like a there's a there's a thing that sticks out the top of it, and they're like wait until whatever it was eleven. They're like wait until ten seventeen. Yeah. To press to push that down, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> so right. they explained this thing to me, but that co- like I. To me, like coffee, I can I know when coffee's really bad, mm-hmm. but it's rare I go, oh, that coffee's really good. I agree. But that coffee was was delicious. Anyway, we were there. We had already done we were done finishing, but we walked there. So it was like, you know, two and a half mile walk from my house. <laughs> and we're about to walk home from there. And as soon as we leave, bang, Eagles uh alert from Twitter pops up. And I go, come on. Cause I didn't know I didn't have my computer. I normally bring my computer everywhere I go, even on a walk. Uh, I'll bring it, but I didn't have it. So like, I'm quickly getting, getting an Uber ride and, uh, <laughs> to hats off to my Uber driver. He was flying wow. from the turning point back to my house, got home real quick and then banged out that article. But yeah, never want to, it's like Les Bowen was, uh, always the guy that like he would fear going for just to walk around his neighborhood or walking his dog or whatever. Cause he knew that once he did that, there'd be some kind of Eagles news to drop. And uh, I've been pretty, I'm not going wood. I've been pretty lucky with that, but today it bit me. Yeah. That's a, uh, a very niche, like, you know, Eagles writer kind of thing, but it is true. It's, <laughs> yes. it's very like, it's a huge fear. It's like, it's sometimes <laughs> like living your life in fear of doing something. Because it's like, can I really do this? Are they going to do yes. something? And recently and you, know, you can't even enjoy it when you're doing right. It. Cause you're like, wait, I have to check my phone. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, look, these are, these are, I think great problems to have. We'll have our jobs and all yeah. that. The normal <laughs> yes. disclaimer, but that is the downside. Again, if you're looking at the, the cons of the situation, it's like, oh my gosh. Um, so for me and you, especially because, yeah. Uh, I'm the, like, I'm, we're, I'm the only Eagles, like dedicated Eagles writer at Philly voice. Um, like Tim McManus is the only Eagles writer for ESPN. Right. Uh, like we don't have like a, we don't have like a second person. I mean, I, Seamus and, and Evan certainly write and Eagles I have, articles you know, or whatever. Alexis but not, and Drew and, you know, yeah, John yeah. and the whole staff. And they're all certainly yeah. capable and everything, but that's like, that kind of big story is the kind of story that 
you know, you want the primary Eagles beat writer, so to speak, to uh, and also handle you that. want to do it. I'm guessing, yeah, just like of, I want to of do course, it. You yeah, want to write huge the big story, story. Like yeah, of course, yeah. You want to be you want to handle the biggest stories, obviously. So, uh, like for me, surfing is the most. Oh yeah, <laughs> like like when I'm in the water. And I have my Apple Watch, so like I, I like if something happens, if like if I'm getting a text message, I'll still get those out in the water. But <laughs> the <process laughs> when you're out in the water, it's hard to get you know yeah. paddle back in sometimes and get mm-hmm. out of the water and then off the beach and home. It's a you know that's very. I don't know, it's, it's it sucks that I can't even just enjoy that, <laughs> you know. Sure. For me, it might be like disc golfing or something like that. You know, like being yeah. It's like, oh man, because you're in the middle of a game. What are you gonna do? Is go leave? Uh, That's right. Anyway, sorry guys. I'm yeah. not good, by the way. I'm not like a bit like, this... good at disc golfing, for the record. But this was the big like we all knew this was gonna happen at some point this off season. We knew it. Yes. And I'm glad it's done. Now it's I'm, done. I, Great. I thought this was gonna actually not happen until after the draft. Same. Um, I had pretty good reason. I won't reveal why, but I had pretty good reason that it was gonna be done. By June, uh, I think I told you this offline, but I have pretty good reason to, to believe it was going to happen before June. But I didn't think it was going to happen before the draft. So I'm glad that it's done. Well, and, I uh, think over what with. you knew more so is that it wasn't going to happen during June. Which doesn't yeah, mean right. Exactly. Exactly. It was going to happen after, but it could have happened before or after that, but not during <laughs> then. More of Correct. That. Yeah. Correct. Yes. So, uh, but it is done. And I think that's also great news, not just for us as the content creators, but Eagles fans as well, who now can kind of just be like, cool, our franchise quarterback is under contract. Don't have to, again, worry about like some kind of Lamar Jackson situation or anything. It's just it's taken care of. And now the draft is coming up and we can kind of focus on that. And then there'll be some OTAs and then it'll be off until training camp. And it all starts again. Um, so plenty of content coming your way still here at the bleeding your nation podcast feed bleeding your nation.com as well for my content phillyvoice.com want to tease a special guest don't want to reveal it because you know it's such a special guest can't possibly reveal but special guest ideally coming in a bgn radio podcast episode to you later this week talking about i haven't even called him or her yet okay but we just assume we're gonna get him we're gonna hope <laughs> we're gonna manifest it him or her and um we're going to have an exciting episode either way regardless of the guest is there or not but especially so if the guest is there so you can look forward to that talking about some draft stuff um, as i've mentioned all along shane half and the guys have been doing a great job with their consistent draft pods they've been doing like positional rankings and mock draft podcasts so a lot of good draft content there if you haven't been checking into that have an episode of the nfc's mixtape coming up tomorrow as we're recording this on monday so rj will be talking uh, to me about that and trying to convince me that somehow Dak is better or uh, last week RJ would not re- admit that the NFC East is currently Jalen Hurts' division, even though he is the best quarterback, not only in the division, but the conference as a whole. So uh, you can look forward to listening to that. Really quick, plug our sponsors, Righteous Felon Craft Jerky. Go to RighteousFelon.com. Just can hook BGN15 for 15% off your order. And you're looking to buy, sell, or rent your house. You're going to want to contact Kristen Roach of Roach Realtors and RoachRealtors.com by texting or calling this phone number. 856-906-9295. She is the greatest realtor in the history of the universe, as voted mm, that's on. true. Uh, as determined by God. So yep. there you go. All right, Jimmy, uh, I'll talk to you later this week. Goodbye, everybody. P-G-N. 
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.